This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. You know, I'm a conservative guy. I like, you know, I believe in uh, conservatism. Savage Unfiltered. How is due to the fact that the media has a lot of influence in... You want to bet bad about him, because he might be listening to the episode. He's, fuck you, fuck you, Bob. Your host, Michael Gardner. Like a Hellcat. Thursday to everybody. Happy Thursday. Hope everyone's having a great day. I know I am. It's sunny here in uh, the Sunshine State, or sometimes I like to call it the Freedom State here in Florida. And, uh, you know, uh, the winter is not yet here in Florida. It's still 86, almost 90 degrees. Uh, <laughs> summer seems to stay around Florida for, oh, God, nine, ten months of the year. But uh, other than that, I'm doing good, guys. Uh, I, got, I got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about on, on today's show. I uh, got a lot of great content to bring in. I got, I got to get this, uh, this content in because there's a lot to cover on this show uh, in 45 minutes. I'm going to try to get Uh-oh. as much as possible. But without further ado, guys, I want to bring back a really, really awesome friend here to the show and uh, a friend that I consider off the show too as well. Uh, she is known as Kimberly Cloud, and she is from her own show, The Kimberly Cloud Show. Welcome back to the show, Kimberly. How's everything going? Everything is going good. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. And thank you for being part of uh, Savage Unfiltered today. Uh, Kimberly, um, I, I want to dive into some of this content today uh, because we have discussed this a couple days ago with Joseph on the show as well. And there was things that you wanted to bring in. And I, I think there was, there wasn't really enough time uh, because we had another guest that was joining right after you. Huh? And I really wanted to hear what you had to say uh, right as the closing uh, of earlier this week. Uh, what was that that you wanted to bring in? Because I know you said that you wanted to bring in some more material content for the listeners to hear. Well, I want them to know that everything that's going on is kind of, uh, you know, I want them to be awoke when they open their eyes for, you know, what's to come because we have a great president, President Donald Trump, who sat up there and made America great again. And then we have mm-hmm. President Biden, who on President Big Biden's watch, over 500 massacres, you know, like, on his watch and and by the way if they do that means not a joke everybody kind of suspect when right before midterm elections you know i'm not saying that that i'm not giving misinformation but i'm just saying it's just suspect to every republican woke republican how nancy pelosi her husband gets right at the moment when the police enter the door, answer the door. And so I'm like, okay, what do we do about false information? Because they're calling Republicans and telling Republicans that what they're giving is false information. Even when I speak the truth on YouTube and different platforms, I get censored. 
So I've been censored for the second time on YouTube. And I'm starting to get that. It's okay for Nancy Pelosi to sit up there and say that she wants to punch Trump in the face. It's okay for Trump to say it's seven ways, more ways than one, that the intelligence agencies will get back at you. It's okay for, you know, different people like Liz Cheney. How do she know? How do they know? How do they know that people are you know, in doing what they're doing. They know that they're saying that pretty much that people are, the Democrats are going to win. How do they know for sure? I mean, you know, so many people are dying. You, you know, Kimberly, you bring up some really good points, you know, uh, really, really good points with Chuck Schumer uh, going back, you know, what, four years ago when they had that sit down with Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump in the White House yes, uh, for that exclusive where he like literally said, you know, and they were questioning the new, you know, the new president coming in known as uh, Donald Trump. And they were basically trying to test the waters, folks, where they're, they're They have a brand new president. But, folks, you got to remember, this wasn't a president that was like all of the other previous presidents. And they knew this Pelosi, Schumer. They knew this. They were like testing them out and they were like kind of like hitting the, the point where, where is this president going to go? You know, where does he stand on foreign policy? Where does he stand on domestic policy? Where does he stand on immigration and all this other stuff? And, you know, when Trump spoke, he says, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to go down. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to take care of that. I'm going to take care of that. And Schumer and Pelosi had that draw look on their face like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You know, this president now means business. You know, he, he he's going to get stuff done. They do. You know, she said, exactly. Don't don't underestimate what I bring to this meeting. That's exactly what she said. And then they basically threatened him. They threatened the president while he was president that they wanted to discuss in private, not in open about building that wall. Now Biden is building the wall secretly and we're paying our hard earned tax dollars. Everyone is paying their hard earned tax dollars to build his wall wherever his beachfront home is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's it's funny too because you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, uh, rhetoric coming out uh, with this Paul Pelosi thing, which doesn't doesn't add up. It doesn't add up because uh, they're 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 basically saying that you know uh, some type of an assailant uh, broke in to the Pelosi home, and it has a lot to do with Paul Pelosi and this and that. And I looked at that article six or seven times on different types of uh, platforms, different networks that are covering this. And I looked at one article and it basically uh, Give me your money. repeats itself. Money, money, money. Hey, they bought it three times. Uh, CNN, they're all saying the same thing. NBC saying the same thing. But then I go to conservative platforms, There's such as Bright Barb and Newsmax, and they're all saying something different. Where you know they broke into the Pelosi home there, and uh, you know where if you paid attention, Paul Pelosi was almost saying like a thank you. Did, did you get that a Thanks, little bit? Man. From yeah, it was kind of weird because you know the transcript of the call goes like, "I I have a friend here. Can you please come to the residence?" But 
this is what I don't get. And this is what many woke Americans don't get. Where's the camera footage? Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see. Move along. Nancy Pelosi is always being watched. Her husband is a target because that is her husband and people. Some people are just crazy enough to try to take him out. But where was the camera? In her house. You know, me and you, we, 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 kill, we, we kill to get cameras around our house to help our safety and keep our sanity at bay. So why yeah. weren't there good cameras? around her house why weren't there secret agents around their house why didn't the secret agents help them Francisco police department and now the capitol hill police and others that are involved at the federal level these are answers that demand trend that these are things that demand transparency in the reporting because again an assault on a uh, potentially on a member of congress's property on her husband and all of this it doesn't add up yeah. into lara's you know you know kimberly it doesn't add up you know you mentioned cameras every every millionaire and billionaire has cameras i have not met one millionaire or any person that has that significant amount of money without cameras uh, even even the mansions here on the east and west coast of florida they have cameras oh apparently the cameras what they had a glitch they were shut off or something like exactly it doesn't add up it doesn't add up but i can tell you what does add up there was a uh, there was an incident here in florida Almost the same amount of similarity, but it didn't occur in a house, folks. It occurred between two political opponents here, the uh, county of Bavard. Now, Bavard is right below uh, the um, uh, Cape Canaveral uh, facility, this little town called Indy Atlantic. Now, Kimberly, I don't know if this made uh, any headway uh, where you're at there in California, no. but there was a there was a candidate. Uh, that uh, is running for uh, town council here uh, for seat four uh, for Indy Atlantic, Florida, by the name of Mel Chang, which I don't know if you had heard that episode. Uh, myself and Joseph uh, had the opportunity and honor to question Mr. Mel Chang on the show. The listeners here, that uh, if you are not familiar with Indy Atlantic, it does represent a a very small area, a little north of Melbourne, Florida, uh, where this had happened. And, you know, obviously uh, it's on a barrier island uh, that makes up several barrier islands of Bavard County. Uh, Mel, I want to get into something here besides the uh, rake incident, which uh, I, I do uh, send my condolences to your to you and your family that are that are dealing with this because, you know, just because he's a mayor, it does not give him the right to pick up a rake and hit somebody in the head because he's freaking mad. I mean, the, yeah. the guy sounded like he was a maniac, a, a lunatic for doing this. Now, obviously, <clears throat> the leadership that is in control here of Indy Atlantic would be the lieutenant, uh, the lieutenant mayor, right? Is is there a lieutenant? I know there's a lieutenant governor's, but is there like a lieutenant mayor or, you know, somebody no, that's... Usually it's a, a mayor deputy pro mayor. tem, yeah, mayor pro tem or a deputy mayor, right? Deputy yeah. mayor. Yeah. So, so what's going to go? What's going to happen with 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 this guy? Is is he is he going to be? Is he obviously he's still in prison? So, I mean, is he going to be released on bail? Or no, no, like, he, he he's been released from uh, custody uh, for a while now. Uh, the day he was arrested, he posted bond. I think he was out of. Uh, the Brevard jails within four hours or five hours after he was arrested. What was his bond? <clears throat> his bond was 500. 
Oh, that's, that's, that's that it's just a battery. Uh, uh, yeah, well, it's a first degree misdemeanor. Yeah, it's a yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's a very light misdemeanor here in the state of Florida, Sasa. Uh, uh, you know, they, they consider that, you know, it is considered a weapon, obviously he's using it as a weapon, but it doesn't, it's not considered as if he was using, you know, like a, a sledgehammer or, you know, a gun or something, you know, it would be a different type of charge. But uh, Mel, uh, you know, look at this uh, for, for your race here. It, it's strengthening your race right now, you know, because of this, you know, obviously, you know, it's savage unfiltered. And he was, yeah, he was assaulted. He was assaulted uh, by the mayor himself in the Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to hear it from, I had to hear it from uh, Mr. Cheng himself. And I said, you know, is this true? Uh, You know, is this is this true? Because I keep on seeing it in the paper here with the Florida Today and the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, I mean, it's covering uh, national news as well as it's being spread all over the state of Florida. You know, where, you know, this Bavard GOP. Now, now get this, uh, Kimberly. He is a um, uh, running on a nonpartisan which is very normal for uh, for town councils to run. They usually run on a, on a nonpartisan, but he is uh, a, re- a registered Republican. Now, the gentleman that assaulted him, the mayor, okay, he's a Democrat, but he's also a uh, he also ran as a nonpartisan. Now, <sighs> this adds up because the evidence was there. I seen the video, you know, circling uh, social media. I seen the, the, the police footage and all that, that was submitted through Mr. Chang and, you know, his attorneys and stuff like that. And this guy, uh, Kimberly was assaulted uh, for anti-Semitic uh, demeanor. Hi guys, it's Anais from Radio King. 10 features for your radio mobile app in one minute. Let's go. The radio player. Choose from different themes and customize your app to fit your radio's personality. Website tab. Your website is available directly via your app with cool features such as polls, videos, and photos. Social networks. Allow your listeners to share the current tracks and redirect them to your different profiles. Keep in touch with your listeners. Schedule notifications via geolocalization. Your listeners can also easily contact you by email, phone, or SMS. Top track votes. Your listeners can like the current title to give you a better idea of what they like listening to the most. Purchase on iTunes. Allow your listeners to buy the current track via iTunes and earn a commission for every purchase made. RSS feeds. All the content you create on your website is automatically transferred to your app, audio shoutouts and written dedications. Receive audio messages directly from your listeners in your app or written dedications. Alarm clock. Allow early risers to wake up to your radio station, HTML tabs. Create your own tabs from scratch and integrate them into your app. Thanks for watching. And we're, since we're talking about they've been throwing yeah. around out there lately is anti-Semitic. Now, did the mayor say it or did um, the council, the man running for council, you know, man say it? What, well, what ac- said the anti-Semitic? Well, according to, you know, the Florida Today that put out this article, it was just put out again uh, today. They also put this out uh, a few weeks ago. The incident actually happened right after the Hurricane Ian cleanup, you know, where the mayor and all these uh, local and state uh, politicians got together and, you know, they were doing good community deeds for the community to clean up the, uh, the mess. 
Yeah. I'm so sorry, but I have to say something that may not have occurred to your audience nor you. So the timeline goes like this. The first boatload of people get on a bus and they go to Kamala Harris house. They go to Martha's Vineyard, right? And then after that, in between that time, Nancy Pelosi said, well, maybe the migrants in Florida can pick crops. Like, what is it her opinion? Then they, the journalists sat up there and threatened Biden and told Biden that they have migrants coming to his neck of the woods. And he said, well, I hope that they have um, gear, you know, it's going to be nice. You know, he said it in a vindictive way, not even a week later. This is a whole timeline. Not even a week later does Hurricane um, Eon come. Now, this is a hurricane that hasn't been like this is the biggest storm that hasn't been a big storm like this for like two decades, I believe. And I'm like, okay, so first Biden, his last response, if you look at his last response before the hurricane hit, and then, you know, I love Ron DeSantis because he's, he's helping you all stay. I, I get it. I just, yeah. I know though, that before they get on camera, when President Biden came down there, he had to be briefed before he saw Ron DeSantis. They had a phone conversation. Then they seen each other personally before the cameras. Then they seen each other during the cameras. Then they seen each other after the cameras. So it's well, a well, lot going on between them. Yeah, well, listen to this. Listen to this, uh, Kimberly. Uh, this is what the article, this is... Now, the Florida Today uh, usually puts out some really good stuff, and I was kind of baffled on the uh, labeling of what they said from Mr. Chang, right? Now, Mr. Chang, like I said, is a registered Republican that is running for in the Atlantic Town Council seat four. Okay, and I had him on the show, and I questioned him about this, and he says it's not true. And I'm taking his word for it, but the paper just today says that the um, – the politician, Mr. Chang, has called the Indian Atlantic mayor, Dave Bergman, uh, which has been a re released from Bavard County Jail on the bond of $500. That's, that's all they had him oh for. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, get, get this, Kimberly. Get this. He was assaulted by the mayor with a rake in the head. <laughs> Is yeah. that the way mayors perform these days when they can't have their way they get temper tantrums? Well, according according to Joe Biden, we're all MAGA Republicans that are dangerous. Donald right Trump today. and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. See, uh, apparently, uh, this Democrat, this Democratic mayor in, in the Atlantic, has an issue uh, with this with this town council. And you know, according to the paper, the Indy Atlantic um, politician. Uh, Mr. Chang called the mayor, Mayor Jew Bergman, a Jew piece of fucking shit. You know, they, they had to put the, uh, you know, the quotations in the paper because obviously, folks, they can't say it in the paper. But I can say it on the show because I'm on uh, I'm on a digital platform and stuff like that. But, you know, it, also, it says that the uh, the town councilman said that. um the mayor is also known as Jew Lantic and labeled other town council members Jews in public record emails. 
I questioned the Mr. Chang about this, um, Kimberly, and he says this is nonsense rhetoric from the liberal left in that um, area of Bavard. Now, I you got to remember. You got to remember something here, Kimberly. Uh, this town is only uh, ha- only has a population of like three thousand people. It-, it covers one square mile. That is it. <laughs> but you know, you know, here here's the thing here, and I'm going to get your insights on this, okay? And I don't want to cover too much on this because I want to go into other details. But the population has three thousand. Now, out of the three thousand, Kimberly. There's nearly 2,000 registered Republicans on this island because it is an island on the barrier islands of the east coast of Florida. And out of 3,000, there's only 2,000 Republicans, 800 Democrats, and about 200 independents. Now, out of all that, can you believe that this was said by a Republican? I don't. I think it's bullshit if you ask me. (laughs) I, I truly think it is too. I, I unless I hear a recording or see a video with recording MP4, You're fucking out I don't of your believe mind. it because it seems like I'm saying every mayor is bad. My mayor at my town is a great mayor, but I'm saying as far as certain mayors go, they can be grimy and dirty, just as dirty, and they can make you sound like crazy. This is what it's mm. all about: making people look crazy and dismissing their points of views, who knows what was said, but everybody's going to take the mayor side over the underdog. Well, in closing to this, uh, this one segment here, folks, if you want to listen to the exclusive interview I had with Mel Cheng, I highly suggest you uh, tune into that, uh, which goes back a few episodes. You'll see it on the library on our panel, whether you're listening to Spotify or iHeartRadio, you'll see that exclusive interview I had with Mr. Uh, Mel Chang alongside with my co-host, Joseph M. Leonard. Uh, and, you know, just to say in closing with this segment I'm putting on today's show, uh, this drew um, literally attention uh, from this past November of last year with a cease and desist letter from Indie Atlantic town attorney, uh, Paul Googleman who asked Mr. Chang to stop with the hate speech. Uh, He told me, he says he wants to deliver change for Bavard County. And he says that, you know, Bavard County has a lot of corruption. And I believe him. I really do. I do too. I believe, you know, within every small city, you know, they're used to routine. They're used to routine. And when new people come in and, run for government positions, they, they kind of get offended because they like, okay, we've been in this town for all of our life and you come here to try to change things. But they're, they're, Democrats aren't used to change. They're used to the similarities of you know what they think will benefit them and then the population. You know, that's how it's been. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned something I want to cover on the show uh, with the um, censorship on social media. Uh, I find that interesting, Kimberly, because um, if you haven't paid attention, folks, uh, Elon Musk just put out something on his social media just yesterday, which I then took a piece of that and I plugged it into my social media on Instagram and Facebook uh, Mm -hmm. with Elon Musk now, Kimberly, uh, standing up for social media integrity. Have you seen that? 
Yes. Oh my God. Big shout out to Elon Musk for standing up. And, and, and if you look at it, it's just like a new car that nobody knows of, just like Tesla, but in a different form. You, you, yeah. you break it down in reverse. And let me explain what I mean by that. Everybody that's leaving Twitter, look at the people that's leaving Twitter. Michael Gardner, uncut, raw, uncensored. Notice them, study them, and what they represent in politics. I bet you they are Democrats. Mm. Yeah, they are. They're, 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 I mean, they're Democrats. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, Elon Musk came out with something just yesterday saying that uh, I'm making changes to Twitter. And I as soon as he said that, I'm like, man, all those little snowflakes are going to be like literally pounding their little fists on the ground. And they're going to be like, no, no, I can't I can't get my way anymore on Twitter anymore. Say the rhetoric that liberal Twitter now known as conservative Twitter is 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 gonna is gonna do and you know elon musk says i'm standing up for you know social media integrity i'm not going to be a platform or we're not going to be a platform for censorship or shadow banning or we're not going to label you as a misinformer and i think that's great i i really think that you know that by doing this and joining the same movement as true social and rumble you know it 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 protects free speech. I, I have the uh, the honor uh, of having the most liked tweet of any living human. Um, this, <laughs> this is... <laughs> thank you, everyone, for liking my tweet. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to use Rumble. And I have a social media platform on the Trump website, Truth Social. Um, I, I feel like censoring people is dead wrong because... Everybody has an imagination. Everybody has an idea. And as long as it fits to the similarities of the facts that's on you all's websites, such as ABC, CBS, NBC, and all these major platforms that Trump talks about that is giving false information like that, you know, this whole yeah. thing, just think about this. What if the voting process with Trump, you know, not being president, what if it was true that Biden did indeed overturn the elections? How would the oh. people feel? That would be an all-out civil war, a real civil war, not just just knocking the White House over or whatever. It would be an all-out true civil war because people wow. would know that it can happen and they don't trust the government no more. Well, I mean, folks, you know, Kimberly just mentioned something really, really swell. And uh, I actually label that in my book that's coming out the end of December, uh, America's Political uh, Warfare, Our Modern Civil War. And it's all in the book. And, and, and I, what, what if, what if, uh, Kimberly, uh, that Biden did overturn it and use this mail-in ballot as an excuse to steal the 2020 general election? Uh oh. You know, just what if? You know, I mean, they're planning on doing it for the midterms next year, or excuse me, next week. They plan on doing it for the general election, which is less than a year and a half away. Uh, they plan on doing the same thing because they know that Donald Trump and all the MAGA Republicans are literally leading in the polls right now.
there was just a poll the other day, Kimberly, uh, with uh, possibly Donald Trump uh, taking uh, the helm as president of 2024. He's leading uh, Joe Biden by 45 percent. Okay. And, and how do you, I have a question. How do those statistics, how do those statistics come in as far as, you know, like who is saying he is leading? Who is representing him to lead? Who is it the Republicans that are putting in their votes in the House or because we don't vote for him in the midterms? So who, how yeah. is he in the lead now? It's going by, uh, I know uh, Real Clear Politics is putting that poll out. Uh, there's a few other independent polls uh, coming out in that perspective, but mostly it's being driven by uh, the GOP. Uh, there's a strong presence right now uh, with Trump in the GOP. A lot of are saying that Trump is the new face of the Republican Party. Um, and I mean, you got to remember what he did to this country for four years. He brought this country to prosper uh, prosperity. He brought this country to glory and, 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 and everything else. So a lot of it, a lot of people are seeing it, Kimberly, you know. Why couldn't we have a great wall of America? And I also have something to say about the border a little bit. You know, we could have had a great wall of America where from, you know, ear tip the ear tip that you know of the united states and mexico there would be a border but then what happens when people start trying to blow up the border to get over the border what is what's going to happen when they start you know trying to railroad i think that in between the borderline of the american america and mexico there is a certain mileage you know before you reach america i think they should utilize that space to house um immigrants, you know, like put prisons and, you know, more border patrol, you know, housing, you know, like in that section for the future. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Germany is just paying a little bit over 1%, whereas the United States in actual numbers is paying 4.2% of a much larger GDP. So I think that's inappropriate also. You know, we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, yeah. we're protecting... Well, I mean... We had to hear this garbage from Biden. You know, uh, Biden was just in Florida, folks, just past Tuesday, just uh, a couple days ago. Who in the hell do they think they are? By the way, I already heard from my colleagues today how Republicans want to make permanent the Dobbs decision, denying a woman the right to choose. But I got news for them. We're going to elect a couple more U.S. senators or Democrats. And we're going to codify Roe v. Wade and a woman's right to choose. Fact. And by the way, if somehow they were able to pass this, I will veto it. Republicans. Where the president lashed out at uh, Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis as a, and I quote, Donald Trump incarnate. Uh, basically saying that he's a Donald Trump 2.0, uh, zeroing in. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Zeroing in on a potential 2024 GOP presen presidential uh, contender as he campaigned for Democrats facing an uphill fight in next week's midterm election. <laughs> the, the, the the garbage that, that we see, you know, and, and this was uh, – the president stopped in uh, in Miami, a little section called Miami Gardens, 
uh, which is very a uh, little bit south of, uh, of South Beach. Yeah, yeah, over by South Beach, not too far from South Beach. And, uh, you know, Biden was like, we, we have to we have to tackle things that are very, very important to this country. He, he, he mentioned the LGBTQ population. Uh, he got into uh, several things uh, of the Hispanic and black community. And uh, I'm looking at the event that took place uh, where it was labeled Better America. OK, uh, he's not going to that same avenue, Kimberly, where, you know, he ran on that that whole, you know, build back better uh, agenda. Now it's being labeled. He's yeah, been in the U.S. He's been in Senate for how many years? He's been vice president for how many years? He's been president for how many years? Once you're sophomore going into junior, you're supposed to be preparing for what you're going to do when you graduate. Yeah. He hasn't done nothing for no community. He only brought Hispanics in, and I speak about it in my shows, the Kimberly Cloud show. He only brought Hispanics in so he can use them. And oh. he's bringing them over here so they can vote for him. But think about your children. Don't think about whether you want to come over here. It's a reason why Mexico is allowing their Mexicans and other people to come over here illegally. You've made iHeartRadio the fastest growing music app in the U.S. Why? Because we connect you to all of your favorite music and radio stations in one free app. And this fall, prepare to take control of how you listen to the radio. Replay. That song on your radio you just can't hear enough? Immediately replay and sing along again. Save. Save the music you love on the radio directly to your playlist. Play. Search for and play any song on demand. Skip. Unlimited skips. Offline. Take the music from your favorite stations offline. Introducing iHeartRadio Plus and iHeartRadio All Access. Your radio now on demand. Some sort of um, plan or law, not law, but some type of agreement. Let me do this like many me agreement <laughs> that, yeah. you know, he is they are paying Biden. Possibly this is conspiracy theory. They are paying Biden to l- allow immigrants to come over so they can vote. But if they want to pick crops for 28 years and die with their jaw hanging off of them because of the chemicals then come over. But as far as, you know, trying to rebuild this thing, come over the right way. Get your degree and then Uh become good. But don't come over here the wrong way because the people that are coming over here the wrong way are causing triumph. Like in my neighborhood, and I'm going to shut up after this. In my neighborhood, (laughs) I just found out that two young girls got shot by gang members. Young gang members. So I'm tired of seeing this crap. Yeah, I hear you. What you're saying. That, that when was this all? When, when did this happen, Kimberly? Well, in the city of Santa Maria, you know, it happened today. I, I was watching the news, and it happened either today or yesterday. And I was like appalled. I was like, it was just a murder down the street, not even five days ago. Five cops standing around my house because of he got combative as soon as he saw me come out my door and five cops shot him. They shot him. And yeah. I will never ever forget 
that they did that they he could have he could have shot up my house he could have did anything and 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 they're showing me exactly you know that they want to take up for me well and you know speaking i mean again kimberly touching on stuff that's facing this country every single day there was just something that came out um earlier this week i've been uh, since congress adjourned i've been in an average of five states a week and i can tell you uh that women's concerns about their freedom are very very much still very significant in terms of how they will vote. In fact, thing, if people don't value it, I, I can't answer for that. I know that many people care about how much they're going to pay in taxes. Uh, Washington has always been, oh, the Republicans are going to win, there's no question, for a year and a half. Now that that is democracy and the end of the January 6th investigation, if the Republicans take over the House, it dies. That, uh, they're now banning AR-15s, and regular handguns. Uh, did you see that come out? That was just like earlier this week. You know, they're secretly trying to ban guns and AR-15s because the people, what about the people, two individuals, a mother, no, a father and his daughter that got stabbed up in a parking lot of San Francisco. What about, yeah. They'll never hear about their story. You know, Nancy yeah. Pelosi, her story, she, that was on her if she didn't want to pay, she gets more than enough money to pay for security. I don't understand why all of a sudden they're changing these laws when people well, need protection. Well, here's the thing, Kimberly. I mean, do these people not understand that, you know, it's not the gun. It's the person behind the gun. Like, do they not understand, like, if you can ban everything in the world today. Okay, you can go on the record, you can go in front of cameras, you can say what you're going to say, you can say, you know what, we're going to ban these guns, uh, we're going to take them out of the Constitution, uh, we're going to put strong laws on these gun sales, and that's great and dandy, folks, it really is, but guess what, uh, they're not doing things all together, right, what I mean by that is, yeah, uh, am I for uh, banning some of the guns? Uh, to an extent. But here's my theory on it, folks. Uh, you know, when you're going to say something like that, why don't the House Speaker, okay, get up off of her ass and actually speak on what's going on in this country, okay? But I don't like if you're going to ban an AR-15, if you're going to ban uh, a rifle, okay, why don't you ban all that stuff from the mentally ill that is having the access to these weapons? Ban that. Well, then you have to ban it from a lot of people because since the COVID, staying in the house, anybody would end up depressed. So you have to have the levels of depression. Have this person been an attacker? What's the profile of a person that's going to attack on people in the masses? You know, uh, the FBI know how to handle this, just like they know how to handle the border. And they have cameras to a certain extent at the border and they're not using them. So I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Why isn't the NRA getting involved? Like we have a system place that work that works tremendously when it wants to. We have a really, really good system called the NRA. Why isn't there enough screening? I've said this many times on the show, like about guns and about the NRA and about the Second Amendment. Uh, like how come the NRA isn't coming in? And screening out these individuals, uh, individuals, Kimberly, they do it in other countries. Why can't America do the same thing? 
I agree with you. I definitely agree. And I agree that this, this gun law thing, it, it should really be thoroughly. It can't be just one person saying it because 10 years down the road or 20 years down the road, they may regret that they made that decision. But Nancy Pelosi is making it based on her emotions and not what's best for the country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I've said this uh, with a, with an individual uh, in Australia and she said the same thing, you know, Michael, we don't have issues here in Australia that the United States has. We have controlled sales of weaponry in this country. We don't have an issue with mental illness to an extent we do, but it's controlled. Like, I don't understand. You guys have so much better technology. I hate to say than, than Australia has. You have the access on the literally the, the length of your fingertips. Like, why isn't enough being done in the United States of America? And I, and I questioned her. I said, I, I don't know. I don't have a question. I don't have an answer for you. You know, and, and you know, you, you, you live in literally the, the 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 crime capital of the country. One of them in California. There's there's so much crime right now in California. It's crazy. I hear so much crime like uh Venice, uh, once a beautiful area in California, right outside of L.A., more crime than ever. L.A., I think L.A. just reported, uh, there was a, a report coming out of uh, the New York Times like a couple weeks ago that the crime rate in L.A. is up by like 45%. That's crazy. But that's Democrat city. That's Democrat. Yeah. What is Nancy Pelosi doing about the crime? Instead, they're bringing over illegal immigrants when we got black people, we got all races, lower class races that are making our streets and the crime worse in our cities. We don't need more people coming over here, making it worse. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's all Democratic cities. I mean, you labeled it right. There's there was an article just today in the Florida Today with uh, uh, literally another shooting in the uh, city of Atlanta, Georgia. And I, folks, I lived and in guess Atlanta. what? I'm sorry. Nobody is getting executed for these these murders. It hasn't no. been no, since Biden's been in office. It hasn't been no executions in Atlanta, Georgia. No, no, no. And it, it, it is a it is a Democratic city, uh, you know, once ran by Mayor uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms, uh, now part of the Biden administration. <laughs> I, I seen that. I was like. Oh, now, now I understand why she stepped down as mayor. Everybody's like, oh, well, she stepped down as mayor because she couldn't handle the job anymore. She was pressured by the uh, Atlanta police and she was pressured by by national and local and state leadership. No, she wasn't. She stepped down because she she looked at the Biden administration with a bigger paycheck at the end of the week. Come on, folks, wake up and fucking smell the picture. I mean, come on, you know, just like the attorney general in New York trying to sue Trump, like. What is what is your reasoning for suing Trump? I, you were so obsessed. You eat, you you crap, you breathe, you talk. All you do, Attorney General Letitia James, is talk about Donald Trump. I I won't stop until I have Donald Trump. You know, like seriously, I can say what I want out of my mouth because this isn't misinformation, Letitia James. So you know that you, you know Kimberly to say who you are. You know, Kimberly, that was said by, uh, you know, the first daughter from former President Bill Clinton uh, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, she was on. Uh, uh, what the hell was she on? She was on the uh, the, the liberal, uh, the liberal view. Right. <laughs> 
and she was, uh, yeah, yeah. Can I just ask you real quick about 2024? So we all agree Donald Trump shouldn't be anywhere near the presidency, but what scares me is there's a new New York Times poll that has him head-to-head beating Biden by one poll. The same poll had previously had Biden ahead. Do you, as a prominent, respected Democrat, think Biden is the best person to take on Trump in 2024? Well, I am really proud of everything that President Biden has done. I mean, you know, even yesterday, when everyone who will listen, we have to stop Donald Trump um, from getting anywhere near the White House. That is dangerous for our democracy. It is dangerous for our decency. It's dangerous when we think about anti-Semitism. It's dangerous when we think about any threat to who we are and who we can be as a country and also to our planet because, you know, he doesn't believe in climate change. So, yeah, um, there's that part. I have that concern, and I'm going to do everything I can to ensure that he is not right. sitting in the Oval Office. They are always like, uh, so we all know, we all know that Donald Trump is 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 a national threat to the Oval Office, and, and we're going to do it as much as we humanly possibly can uh, to not get him near that office ever again. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, uh, uh, uh uh, Chelsea, because I, I I know that you have strong views on it. And she said the same thing. She's like, I'm going to campaign like hell for Joe Biden in 2024 to make sure that Donald Trump is not near the White House ever again. That's paychecks. That's their paychecks. That's their money that they're getting. And they they only know they they and God. How about that? I may not know, but God knows exactly how it's going down. Y'all get paid to say stuff like that. Y'all know that as long as it's not bothering y'all neck of the woods, y'all are okay with it. But as soon as it bothers your neck of the woods, then you start speaking out. You know. Savage unfiltered. So you got good people out there speaking out for people like us, the lower class people like Benny Johnson, Michael Gardner, you know, different people, good people. You know, like seriously, I appreciate the whole time that I've been here with you, Michael. Thank you. Yeah, and I appreciate that too. And if I can get a couple more minutes of your time, I just reached out to the uh, the next show because I had an appearance I got to make uh, around like 12.50. So I just emailed them as we're talking. Uh, it's hard to multitask sometimes, guys, but I do my best. But they did allow me to get the extra time because I want to get the extra time with uh, Kimberly here. And I, I got to get this in with her on this. But there was an article that came out again on the paper uh, here in Florida, uh, we're talking about violence here in the country. Uh, an article that came out with a, com- uh, a columnist, there we go, I had to say that correctly, Ingrid uh, Jaqualis, if I have that pronunciation correctly, that put out on the USA Today, which the Florida Today covered, that the blame game after violence, all this that we're seeing in the country, they're putting the blame game on the GOP. I, I Kimberly, how is this possible? Like, I know there's two parties in this country, the Democrats and the Republicans, but uh, who is your current president right now? Is he a Republican or a Democrat? I I don't know, Kimberly. Is he a Democrat? I just want to clear for the record. Well, I want to say that for the record, in my heart, I voted for Donald Trump. I know that I voted for Donald Trump. And to be honest, I want to tell the audience a story. My ex-husband and his mother did not want me to vote for Donald Trump, but I secretly did it because they wanted me to vote Democrat. All they did the whole time during the elections was talk pure junk about Donald Trump, calling him a racist. But it's something about him that I I heard little 
bits and pieces of how he helped the veterans like myself, how he had the reserves filled up, you know, gas was at an all time low, you know, he had everything and harmonized. And just imagine what he would have did in eight years versus four years, not endorsing, they endorsing um, family, they endorsing friends, they endorsing harmony, they endorsing real Christian values. Mm. You know, then you got some moles in there like Liz Cheney that doesn't know whether she wants to be independent, Democrat or Republican. That had all of three people at her ceremonies that said Donald Trump would never be in the Oval Office again because they're all afraid of him. They well, all are afraid of him. It's very they're, obvious. They're, they're afraid of the machine, Kimberly. You know, the reason why I brought that up, you know, is there Republican areas in California as well as Republican areas in this country? Yes, there's Republican areas. But are we seeing any violence coming out of Republican area? I look at uh, reports coming out of even my state here in Florida, and I don't know. Yeah, there's little crimes, little petty crimes here and there, but it seems like all this major crime is coming from Democratic-run areas. Homeless rates up historically in Democratic areas. Uh, I did have to say that when I did go to the Republican place that most Republicans hang at, there was more police out. Yes, I agree. Yeah. 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 So if the president here in closing, because I got to close up here, guys, if the president is closing, is blaming the GOP, the Republican Party, on all this mess, it's all the GOP, it's all the Republicans. Like, if we're not causing it, then where is it coming from? Obviously, it's coming from the Democratic Party. So if it's coming from the Democratic Party, how come the Democrats can't soak up understand it, admit to it, and try to find a resolution to it. <laughs> you know, it's funny because they, they won't admit to no fault. They Even when they're at fault, they won't admit to it. That's why I don't understand something isn't right about this timeline, how somebody has a laptop and somebody had, you know, Hunter Biden deliberately put a laptop, like, he won't even own up to his own son being a drug addict and getting kicked out of the military for using crack cocaine or cocaine. He won't admit to his son having crack cocaine on a scale with his girlfriend. He won't admit to the movie. He won't admit to anything. I know. He said he said uh, last week that the um, that the movie about Hunter Biden, his son, is a complete hoax. It's bullshit. It never happened. Uh, you know, my son is a good man. Uh, he did have. Well, actually. The president did admit that his son did have uh, issues with drugs in the past, but he says that was a very long time ago, folks. That was like a thousand years ago. Oh, a thousand years ago, huh, pre uh, Mr. President? Your, your son is, uh, what, almost 2,000 years old? We all know Pull that. Pull up an interview, Michael. Pull up an interview, with, like a, a recent interview with Hunter Biden. And Hunter Biden's attorney is Liz Cheney's husband. That's so crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, too, because I think that it's going to be a tight one. It's going to be a close one, like as far as the politics goes, because of the corruption going on in the voting system. There should be a better voting system to me. I think that there should always be an extended voting system in a more better way. If people are saying stuff is happening, like Trump it said that people are stuffing ballots. People can cover up their cameras on a ballot. So 
and, and people at the Republican GOP party where I was, they were saying that something isn't right with the voting. And I, I just came in and, and started hearing it. So, you know, you, it, it, I can't predict it, but I can say if, if it is screwed up a little bit, I'm, you're going to know why.